Welcome back to another edition and a sparkling new year edition of the Thought Police. Welcome back. Yeah, I mean, we, you've been away. You've been in Lanzarote. Yeah, I had a great time. I was in Scotland. I also had a great time. We'll have yeah. to talk about that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a fantastic January so far, isn't it? It's I mean, not, it's not somebody bad. Apart from the fact me, that we're going to have World War III yeah, well, breaking out. <laughs> I, was that, that I was going to ask you if you were going to be one of those uh, people that said World War III is coming. Because yeah. there was a great tweet the other day from someone. It was uh, January the 2nd. Um, this is going to be a great year. Yeah. You know, uh, January the 5th. Uh, we're going to have World War III. <laughs> we're going to be annihilated. Well, I mean, you did say what we're going to talk about once Brexit happens. Well, oh, now no. we know. Yeah. Well, Although, Brexit hasn't happened yet anyway. So no, that's true. No, yeah. but I'm I wasn't not, sure I'm if not, you wanted to talk about that. I'm not even counting. Do you know, any. I went to Scotland and not one person mentioned it. Not one. Really? Not did one Did they talk person. about indie rap? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. I met my friend Donald, you know, who's yeah. the, the guy we talked about before. Yeah. In fact, because I spent some time, we spent four nights, I think, at Turnberry which was great. Yeah. Did um, you play golf? I didn't. You know, I kind of wanted to, but yeah. the trouble is my 15-year-old's only just got an interest in the game and he's not really good enough he's not to take out on the, on the, on the links. <laughs> no, I mean, no, I mean no, he yeah. would have been if he was at that mirror <laughs> think tank, obviously. But um, So I thought, I don't want to subject him to that because yeah. if you can't really hit the ball properly, I mean, he's okay on yeah. the range, yeah. but he's still like missing the ball it occasionally. It might put and him stuff. off a bit. And it might just put him yeah. off. Yeah. And you, yeah. you know, I want to humiliate him properly. Having his dad you know? screaming at yeah. him to improve. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> or, you know, worse, putting a ball into the lighthouse or something, yeah. you know. Which has now become a very luxurious little cabin Has where you it? could stay. Yeah, you're kidding. What, yeah. You can stay in the turn. You can actually stay in the lighthouse. Yeah, they've turned it, oh, but it's very wonderful. expensive. It's about two grand a night. Or something. <gasps> but it was God. beautiful. I mean, Trump. I have to say, I was slightly concerned that Trump might kind of trump it up and yeah. make it look horrendously yeah. kind of guilt edged and you know yeah. Trump written everywhere. But yeah. it's not, and it's really really nice. What he's done with the villas, which is where we were, is he's, he's taken what was. Um, a sort of two up, two down scenario where you had yeah. two bedrooms upstairs and a lounge and a kitchen downstairs uh, and then one identical next door, so it's semi-detached. He's, he's actually made them um, horizontal. Okay. So you go upstairs and you have the whole area. Ah, so it was massive. You know, we had a dog there. What, like kids. an all-open plan? Yeah, well, the, the, the bedrooms, bedrooms were, were separated. Nice. But, but yeah, kitchen and then a great big living room with a dining table. Nice. Views of Elsa Craig. It was really Gold beautiful. toilets. And also, no, funnily enough, I mean, gold taps or grass <laughs> oh, really? taps. But, you know, you get loads of those in loads of hotels, yeah. you know. But it was yeah. very tastefully done. And also the service was magnificent. So if anybody says to me, Donald Trump's clearly an idiot, yeah. he can't run any businesses. Yeah. I'll tell you what he can do is he can get people to make sure that you feel happy when you're in his hotel. Maybe it'll be on an Iranian target list. Well, maybe so. Yeah. Um, you know, he may be taking out a few more Iranian killers. You know, I'm all for it, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I've heard people say, oh, he didn't get a fair trial. This bloke's murdered Who said that? thousands of people. Who's, not even I would, that wouldn't even cross well, my I, mind. I'd hate to say this, but it was Matthew Wright, just before oh, really? I left the building today, oh, dear. who apparently said that he, he should have had a fair trial. Oh, now, I oh. didn't, I, I've, this was reported to me, so if I'm, if I'm wrong, right. I'm sorry. But it sounds like the sort of thing you Well, there's say. a brilliant documentary on this guy, on the iPlayer. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen it? No, but I, really? saw, I saw somebody putting it out yesterday. Well, it was fantastic, because it was done before he was I mean, killed. Go- Goebbels-esque. Oh, the guy, guy is like 100% evil. Yeah. Yeah. And so the idea, I mean, what I loved about it was it's kind of homeland style execution. Yes. You could just see crazy Carrie running about in a, in a, <laughs> in a, a Chevy Suburban yeah. around the corner, you know, pinpointing it with the yeah. lens, you know, yeah. the pen they've got. Is that what they do? Well, they paint the target, don't they? Right. And, uh, you know, oh, not, you, you've never seen Homeland. I saw Watch the First. And they've got it? like, you know, they've got this guy in a bunker somewhere in Washington, yeah. D.C., you know, with what looks like a PlayStation. Yeah. And he just goes, ping. Yeah. And not only did they pick the guy out from... Um, the convoy of cars, but yeah. they picked out the car he was in. Wow. And there was three cars and they hit the one he was That's in. That's amazing. Isn't that incredible? So well, if I was an Iranian yeah. right now, I'd be going, 
they seem to have some pretty good intelligence on what's going on. Yeah. I don't think we should really step out of line here. Those um, those drones, that pi- a lot of them are piloted yeah. in uh, an airbase, US airbase near Las Vegas. Right. And which I always think. Well, down like, sort of near Area Fifty One or something. Well, it's 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 about ten miles outside of Vegas, right. and the only reason I know that I started looking into it because we saw one of them flying around, and oh, it's yeah. obviously somebody. They're quite weird looking, aren't they? Very strange. And they look a bit like cruise missiles, yeah. which is a bit unnerving. Yeah. But um, I find it absolutely incredible that there's a guy sitting in a booth in Las Vegas, mm. and as you say, like a video game, right. piloting something ten, literally the other side of the world, yeah. dropping bombs on cars. I don't want to alarm you, but I started, my fingers started bleeding, oh, not you know, which is completely yeah. different. It's, a it's completely not the same one, No, it's a completely different thing. I managed to... Um, on the weekend, I managed to put my hand into um, the dishwasher yeah. to take stuff out. Yeah, oh, and, and, and jabbed it. Foot, and oh. jabbed it on one of those, you know, those food processing things. That's oh, great. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, no, I literally but, just touched it. Yeah, yeah. And it's a tiny, tiny cut. Do you need? To, I don't want you to mess my carpet up. No, I'm not going to bleed. As, as Can you bleed as on his shirt? If the last did. time, yeah, I will. Yeah. Oh. Although I've got to be careful now, right? Yeah. Because I've come from not only you know a radio studio, a TV studio. Yeah. I'm you one live streaming. Well, it's the one good one I've got today. You know, actually, but funny enough, it becomes a thing. Yeah. Right. Because I've now got to, I mean, today they wanted me to wear a tie, right? So I wore a tie. I had a really? red tie yeah. and a blue jacket, right? Yeah. People were making all sorts. Some guy, the funniest comment I got on YouTube was some guy who said, why don't you ditch the shirt and tie and put on some shorts and uh, a T-shirt yeah. and do the show on a, on a, a tre- treadmill? And you can get fit while you're doing it. Perfect. And we'd all have a great fun laughing. Great at you. suggestion. I think it's a great. It could happen <laughs> in the summer, you know. No, but you suddenly, I've got. To, I'm thinking about already. I've got your to get image. some cleaners this afternoon. Yeah. To make sure I've got enough shirts. Do you own your image rights? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> maybe you should represent. Maybe you should like to be my agent. I've got a fiver in my pocket. I might buy yeah. them. Well, Here listen, and there. But, some people, you would be surprised to know, yeah. may, may not wish to be associated with my image. You know, they may actually say, to be honest, no, we'll just leave it, mate. But um, You'll have to think of something you could advertise brilliantly. Well, there's got to be loads of things. Yeah. I've often thought about doing voiceover work, actually. In fact, yeah. the only reason I didn't do it was because somebody said to me, the problem with voiceover work is it's very sort of iffy. Like, you get a call at, say, 9 o'clock in the morning to say, can you get to this studio in Soho at 10? Yeah, and you might be there all day, right? But they don't tell you very long, you know, long in advance because it's you kind can of make chaos. A fortune, can't you? Well, you can if you if you're always free. And they but they pay you every time that you had to play, it, don't you? Yes, I think yeah. so. Yeah. I mean, I think there's maybe two ways of doing that. Yeah, um, one of the kids in my kid's school, yeah. his dad was the the face of a very famous um, detergent cleaner thing. Oh, really? Right? A very not Silic Bang. I can't, couldn't you possibly can't say. say but, <laughs> But, um, Those are some of the I worst have, adverts I've ever seen. Well I, th- well, I think he's been laughing all the way to the bank. Well, done. Very well. that's very true. Yeah. I mean, in, as part of my um, activities on Twitter over the weekend, I was uh, getting stuck into some of the... I know it's barristers at the moment, but the barristers all over the place mm. coming out of the woodwork. Jolian Moore made a bit of... Well, he's not been seen since. No. I mean, he's literally disappeared. Someone taking a baseball bat to him. Well, I think he's been put under uh, strict orders from mm. Mrs. Moore, I suspect. You Can know, you not imagine? Only... I mean, I've been there. I've made that mistake, but not quite on that scale. Well, I, mean, I don't think I'd have tweeted that. Well, I'd... I think the only thing you can take from it is that he must. He said he was hung over, right? So yeah. I think he must have still been a bit pissed. Yeah. Because you know that way when you wake up yeah. and your judgement is a little bit askew <laughs> and you think, I'll, <laughs> I'll just gonna, go back to bed. And I'm going to bat, but I'll, instead, I'll tell you what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to go and death. take that baseball bat outside and batter a fox and then tweet about it and laugh. I mean, the, it was the tweet. I mean, why? Yeah. All right, you know, if you... If, Listen, we've all had to do things with animals, I'm sure. I mean, when I say <laughs> that... <laughs> 
I, I realised that didn't. My, I, I, the the right one way. thing I told you we yeah. would never talk about on this I know, podcast was I know. me and animals. Uh, yeah, but you know, I mean, I've had like, for example, I had there was we have a lot of rabbits in the garden, right? It's yeah. very rural down in Sussex, yeah. right? And there was one rabbit one day. Um, Ziggy the dog goes after it, and it didn't move. It was obviously there was something wrong with it, right? So he was just about as shocked as we all were when he grabbed, managed to get it in his mouth. Oh my god! And you know there was a lot of screaming and gnashing of teeth from you know her indoors. And we had to get Ziggy off. And it turned out the rabbit just wasn't, didn't look very well at all. She <laughs> it just, didn't. It just yeah, been mauled by oh, your no, dog. But before it had been mauled, there was also something. There was already something wrong with it. Right? It was just shitting itself. Yeah, but she fucking rings the vet. That's right? what they do. Is they Saturday. stay still. Yeah. It's not like watership down when they're galloping off. Well, no, no, normally they run off, yeah. right? And he's not fast enough to catch them. Right. He just goes running yeah. off. Anyway, so he mauls this so, rabbit. So, so the rabbit's now bleeding, right? Yeah. Um, she like, picks up the rabbit, yeah. puts it in a sort of safe place away from the dog, yeah. then calls the vet, and it's like a yeah. Sunday or something, right? So the, we have to take the rabbit. She takes the rabbit to the vet so the vet can put it down. Oh god! I mean, uh, to be honest, I mean, I yeah. can we just hit it with a with a brick? Well, or I remember when I was a kid. One of the most traumatic things that I've ever <laughs> experienced was a sort of limping pigeon in our garden. <laughs> <laughs> and my mum decided that this thing, you know, was going to get slowly eaten by foxes or something. Right. So the kind thing to do would be to put it out of its misery. Well, it depends and, on the the form well, you do that with. What she did was she put it into a plastic, a clear plastic bag, right. and then put it under the rear wheel of our car. No. to put it into the bag so she could just pick the bag up and drop it into and also it doesn't mess up the tyre no 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 totally Very nice. but it was just a sort of yeah yeah so, but that's what I mean I mean what I'm saying is, is we've all had incidents yes. with animals right? well I never tweeted so you wouldn't tweet out my mum just, what my my mom mom just, just did. run over a pigeon you know, ha, ha, ha. on purpose but then also because all these other wanky lawyers that he's mates with were yeah. sort of having a laugh about it yeah. And you know, were you dressed properly? And that was when he revealed he was oh, wearing really? his wife's kimono. Right? Oh, I didn't even Did you not know that? No, no, he was wearing his. He then confessed to wearing his wife's kimono. Right? As he battered this. As he battered this thing, thing senseless with his baseball bat, right? <laughs> and they're all sort of choking backwards and forwards. All words, you know. Have you informed the hunt and all this kind of stuff? I mean, it was all. Oh, it was very. Yeah. You could tell that he was not taking it seriously. You know. Yeah. So when later he he decided to try and backtrack and go. Oh well, you know the thing is, I was in shock, and yeah. so probably you know I wasn't quite sure yeah. what I was, was saying. No, mate, you were yeah. fucking having a laugh about yeah. the fact that you just murdered a fox, right? <laughs> murdered and probably. he's not been on Twitter since Boxing Day. And this oh. is a bloke who you know, you know him. I mean, I yeah. actually tweeted out at one point. I don't know if you saw it. Couldn't he have just bored it to death with one of those long threads about Brexit? <laughs> you know, which goes on to sort of fucking thousands of words about you know the meaning of the Withdrawal Act, oh. Part Ninety Eight. Oh. But yeah, I think he could probably do with an enforced break from Twitter. I think he probably could. But there's a lot of people who could do with a break yeah. from Twitter. Well, it's, it's, it's gone very strange, Twitter, yeah. because there's now quite a few sort of Corbynistas out there, nasty, horrible people. Yes. You know, um, because I was making some remarks this weekend about how, um, isn't it interesting, that Andrew Marr does an entire interview with Jess Phillips, who's obviously had the whole hair and makeup uh, makeover yeah. to appear as if she could be like leadership material. Doesn't <laughs> ask her about anti Semitism in the Labour Party. Yeah. You know, this is the world's supposedly greatest interviewer yeah. on the world's greatest uh, radio uh, television station. Yeah. He seems and, to. He's got you know, very ropey, isn't he? I don't think he's. I don't think he's up to the job anymore. Really? To be honest. And I don't wish to give him, you know, uh, him an excuse to have a go at me because of his health. But I yeah. mean, he's. I mean, he had a stroke, right? Yeah. And you know, I'm not saying that he can't work anymore. But I don't think he's what he's not yeah. as good as he used to That's be. That's a shame. There's Did no you see question. that documentary you made when he went to try and get it? Some magic injection. No, somewhere. I don't think so. Oh my god, it was bizarre. And he he'd heard, he'd read about this 
I think they, if, if I, I might be remembering this completely wrong, but mm. they, they inject some serum into your spine like, or something. They're like sheep's or, or, or somebody else's, you know, bone marrow. Oh, yeah. I don't know, whatever it okay. was. And this guy, this surgeon in the States, can, uh, claims to have a really good success rate at sort of bringing right. paralysed parts of people back okay. to right. movement. Okay. And he went through the whole process. He's not paralysed, though, is he? No, he's not. But there, but he's got like you know he's got he, he's got this. I mean, he's, he's he certainly got his full face, movement. No, his face is, yeah. is partially paralysed. And when you see him, actually, yeah. when you see, he's, he's a lot more kind of damaged right. by the stroke than right. people. Well, it's not imagine. surprising. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not his fault. I'm not no. saying that you know he's useless because he's had a stroke. No, but he's clearly not very fit and healthy. But it right? struck me it was, when if you see this documentary, the whole thing was just like absolute bollocks from mm. start to finish. Right. And you sort of thought. Mate, what you know? Can't yeah. you see through this yeah. nonsense? Well, this is the big question people are asking about Jerry and Mom. You know, if this is the guy's judgment, yeah, what the hell is he doing? You know, yeah. why are we why have we even been giving him the oxygen publicity? I mean, I we think, all knew yeah. he was a bit an upset of an obsessive yeah. and a bit kind of you know off the scale eccentric. Yeah. But he's clearly worse than that. I I wonder yeah. whether we'd all be better off without social media completely. I but, think you might be right. Yeah, but I so I said that to a mate, and he said, "Well, hang on a minute. There's been loads of really good stuff come through social." That's media, true. And you know, people have been empowered, and my I mean, there's an awful lot of fundraising that goes on. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. one thing, I yeah. mean, you know, you might be surprised to know that I actually gave. Uh, to a charitable organisation over the period. I wouldn't be surprised. You're a very generous man. I am. Oh, that's I am. And also, I've, it's it's a it's a favourite um, sort of habit of mine to support people that I'm that I know. And yeah. so Jack McConnell, the old First Minister of Scotland, who's a mate of mine, yeah. has a, a fund that he runs every year where he raises money for kids in Malawi or something like that. Good. So I gave him quite a lot of money. Good. And he was very happy. Called very me a superstar. Very um, good. But obviously, I don't want to brag about it because that no, would be wrong. Don't mention that because I won't. Be, no, I hate so, people who talk about that. Yeah, exactly. But what I'm saying is, is that you know, if it wasn't for social media, because that was on yeah. Facebook, yeah, I would you never know I, about. I, it. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I wouldn't go walk into a charity shop and say, you know, here's. I guess the problem quid. is that it's brought us all together. But once now that we're all together, we've realised what a bunch of twats we are. <laughs> well, I think the trouble is, what it has done is, it's given people a kind of false sense of themselves yeah, right yeah. it's given everybody the belief that actually their opinion matters yeah and that they can impose it on anyone they want yeah and i think that's the problem it's I almost as though true. people are acting without any kind of etiquette i don't know if you've ever seen there's a great video that was done um, by some australian people um and it's i think it's like a, a comedy troupe or something like that about what facebook's actually like <laughs> in real life you know <laughs> oh, yeah, and so yeah, you get this guy walking down the street and this guy just starts following him yeah. You go, what you doing, mate? You know, what you doing? Yeah. And he's like, get, get lost. And he puts a, puts a fence in front of him, you know, and it's, it's blocking people. It's yeah, really yeah, funny. Yeah. And it's exactly like that. It is. Because that's not the way we should be behaving towards no, each other. No, I've, I think it's, uh, I think it, it, it really has, probably on balance, I think it's probably damaged society. And it's, it's sort of enabled a lot of bad folk to get a lot of shit across. Yes, it know? has. Yeah. It has. And I think you have to be quite robust yes. to be able to deal with it. Yeah. You know, I mean, you had your experience with it and yeah. you dealt with it fine. Yeah. I mean, I've had several run-ins with people. I've learned some lessons about what not to do and how to do it better. Yeah. And I'm okay because I'm a relatively robust individual. Yeah. But I mean, it's not nice. And I've been subjected to it, as you have. Yeah. When you wake up and there's literally thousands of people calling you a cunt yeah. or whatever, yeah. you know, because of something that you said. Strangers. And, and, yeah. And the, the most and it, hurtful and it, thing and about, you, and you can't yeah. pretend it doesn't affect you. No. And the, well, the thing I found worst of all, and but in case people don't know, I made a, a very ill, in you know, ill advised gag about old people. And do you know what? In, in, in some you know, contexts, 
it would have been fine. Of course it would. But that's the other thing. There's no context on Twitter. And, and, right? and, but what I found really painful was seeing some of the abuse I got and then clicking on the profiles of people. And they were all, all reasonable people, yeah. you know. Yeah. It wasn't just... Crazy, not, people, you know the yeah. crazies. Mm. It was like, and I thought, oh my god, there's a yeah. load of real people out there who yeah. think I'm a twat. Maybe I am, right. you know. It, yeah, and that puts you into a sort of dark place. Well, not as bad probably as me when I woke up after my encounter with some Liverpool people, and it was one Liverpool fan actually I was over around yeah. with, and you know, what I, on the I, radio? No, this was oh. on Twitter. Oh right. Um, and I woke up a bit like Julian Moore the following morning. Yeah. Um, so the kids were all going off with their mother to centre pass or something. And I wasn't thankfully. I was going back to work that night and I saw there was a load of kind of people moaning about something like that. there was quite a lot of them and I thought they're white kids you know yeah. um, and I sort of gave them some more next time I woke up Robbie Fowler had retweeted oh, no. with the word wow over oh, the top oh, oh no and he's got about two million followers or something oh, and no. I was like oh Christ what you was know. it you said? well I was having a row I, I basically should I be um, am I going to now get Ostracised? No, it was, was about, was, it was about Heisel, basically. Right, right. Okay. And I was sort of giving them some shit about the fact that, you know, it was Liverpool fans that caused the deaths of a load of, of, right. of Italian football fans, right. which was true, yeah. which well, they did. Bad, bad stadium. Well they, well. well, they were done for manslaughter. Yeah, so, I mean, were, you know, they were actually. Yeah. But you know, the stadium was. So anyway, let's not go into Yeah, let's not Heisel. get into it. Anyway, but I, I chose the wrong word to use, yeah. right, probably. Yeah. In retrospect, um, <laughs> what was which that I'm wrong with the same? But I had the Anfield wrap okay. after me. Can I, I just make it clear that I am ignorant to this slur right, okay. on the city of Liverpool? That Listen, Mike has it was not a slur on the city of Liverpool at all, <laughs> and it was never intended to be. Um, but it was a little bit um, hairy at one point, yeah, because I was working for Talk Sport at the time. And well. scousers get very defensive. They do. I mean, you know, it, whether you think it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I remember John McCreary once. Say coming to Aintree for the Grand National, yeah. and standing there. Do you remember like a pillar, you know, with all this kind of tweed on and all of this business? And say, and there were loads of Liverpudlians around him, sort of having a bit of fun. Mm. And McCreary said in the middle of this crowd, "This race is too good for this city." You know? <laughs> He was hounded out. Yeah, well, Boris Johnson uh, was hounded, yes. wasn't he, for yeah. saying something about yeah. the victim culture of Liverpool? Yeah, that's right. Um, but do you remember the other, what was the, other, the, the the guy who ended up getting kicked off um, television football commentary yeah. for racism? I think in the end, who was it? Um, Ron Atkinson. Ron Atkinson. Yeah, 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 but he before that had made what I thought was quite a funny comment, but he got upbraided yeah. for it. It was when um, what's his name, McManaman, was playing for Real Madrid, <laughs> yeah. and they won the Champions League, and he was doing he was in the commentary box, yeah. and um, McManaman gets his hands on the cup. Yeah. And, uh, and Atkinson goes, oh, look, the Scouser's got it. They'll never get it back now. <laughs> <laughs> Which was quite funny, actually. I think it's funny, and you do have uh, to laugh. Uh, you know, there was all complaints yeah. went into the ITV yeah. head. Do you remember that there? wonderful oh, story, God. which is my all-time favourite Liverpool story, which is when they found uh, what was thought to be a uh, fetus uh-huh. on a street outside a chip shop. Right. right? And like an aborted fetus. Oh, God. Yeah. And the police were called. It was a big story, and you can Google it. It's all over the Liverpool Echo. And the police were called, and people started coming. Yeah, I made coming. the Liverpool Echo. People, uh, well, we'll talk about that in a yeah. second. People started coming with candles from the local church yeah, yeah. and uh, flowers, and the thing was taken away for examination. And people were posting, you know, phoning up the Echo to post tributes to the poor little baby. Right. And on a bunch of flowers that was left at the roadside, there was one that said... Um, God bless you, you're with the angels now, you know, and all of this business. Anyway, three hours later, the police forensics phoned the Echo and said, it's not a fetus, mm. it's a chicken wing. 
God. So there was a shrine Jesus laid out outside this chippy with flowers right. and, and candles burning to a chicken. It does show you, though, that disgust. is precisely what social media is now like. Yeah. Because as soon as somebody says, look at that fetus over there, yeah. everybody's going, that's oh, terrible. God, yeah. Isn't that awful? Yeah. Nobody actually bothers to check right. to see whether it is <laughs> or to see whether the one fact that's in the tweet is actually correct. <laughs> I mean, you know, I saw, I was reading this out on, on the show earlier today. Rose McGowan, you know, the actress who yeah. has been accused uh, or has accused Harvey Weinstein of raping her and, all yeah. that, and who's kind of the poster girl for the Me Too yeah. campaign. I spoke to her. She came over for the GQ Awards. Oh, did she? she? Gave a great speech. And I did you not think her. she was a bit mad? She really, she is a bit mad, yeah. clearly. No, I went up to her and I said, I liked his, really liked his speech. And uh, she sort of like gave me a long, transy sort of right. stare. And then said, Probably thought you. that you were up to no good. I think she was it. waiting for me to assault her. Yeah. But, and when I didn't, she just thanked me and left. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, she could be one of the good guys too, Matt. You know? okay. So uh, she puts out this tweet to Iran, apologising for killing the guy, right? And yeah. saying, we are currently being hold, held hostage by a terrorist regime. Oh Please God. don't kill us. Oh, my God. That's what it says. And you think... No, she's nuts. What is wrong with you? Yeah. You know, you live in the United States of America. Yeah. Do you know what they do in Iran? They fucking yeah. hang homosexuals, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. They shoot you dead yeah. uh, and torture you if you don't agree with the regime. Did you see the Ricky Gervais monologue? I did. Fantastic. Brilliant, wasn't it? I mean, absolute top quality. Only he could get away with that. But, because he's yeah. so rich yeah. that actually he doesn't care. And he doesn't care. And if they fired him, yeah. the actual Golden Globes would be worse off. Yeah, and, every, and everyone knows he's going to do it. Yeah. So each year he just can just do it worse but and my, worse. My favourite is watching the, the sort of the grimaces yeah. as they all try and pretend Tom it's Hanks, great. So couldn't, Tom Hanks was like, sort of doing half a smile, yeah, half a frown. Just couldn't tell, because also they can't tell whether they should be seen smiling or not. <laughs> De Niro because, was pissing himself yeah, throughout, I thought it was I know. Good. Listen, um, so yeah, I think Gervais was great. But what, yeah. what we haven't talked about is your holiday. My, my yeah. holiday properly, not much, yeah. but yours, more so importantly. I, went to, not, I have to say, I think it's fair to say, you didn't think you were going to one of the great places of the world. I didn't. You thought you were going on a sort of budget I, Christmas holiday. Well, it was, uh, no, I knew it wasn't budget, mate, I can show you that. <laughs> but I, um, I mean, I, I, so I went to Lanzarote, right, which I've never been to, and all my life I've heard referred to as Lanzarote, yeah. right? And two days. But I think the Canaries is very badly undersold. You know? Well, ten, we've been to Tenerife, right. and Tenerife was nice, but I found it a bit kind of boring. Yeah. And, you know, you could have been anywhere. Right. Really. Isn't that where they have the black beaches there? Yeah, no, but mate, but they've got they've got a bit of that, and mm. they've got a, to be fair, they've got a massive volcano in Tenerife. Right. But Lanzarote, you've never seen anything like it. It is about half the island is just lava fields, mm. and in 1730 they had like huge thirty odd. Volcanoes really? suddenly went up right. and and covered literally half the island. And right. you see the the lava fields are like the Blitz. Mm. You know, it's There's like nothing a, there. It's like a tarmac it's road tundra, that's been turned yeah. turned inside wow. out. And then you go on these beaches; they're black and or red and cactuses mm. in places, but basically very barren. Right. And the place itself was lovely. And there was a, an artist there. He's got this amazing. His name's Cesar Manrique. Okay, and he, uh, he, if anyone goes to Lanzarote, you should go and see his his house. So he's got there's, he's got a foundation, and he built rooms, huge rooms in these what they call lava bubbles, because right. as the thing cools really quickly, okay. it forms kind of big right. bubbles. Places with a swimming pool and all of this business, and lovely. So was that the resort then? You were no, so that was near a resort. Okay, and, and you can hire a car for like twenty quid in right. Lanzarote for some reason, really cheap. And uh, so we drove around, beautiful, beautiful island, loads to do. But this guy, Manrique, he was very influential with the planners right. and said, no house can be more than two storeys 
and no hotel can be more than four stories, right. and they've got to be set into the into the place, right. into the, um, the, the the landscape. Okay. And and we're going to have three resorts, and they're going to be fairly low key, and they are. So you've got Playa Blanca, right. Playa del Carmen, I think, and another place. Nice. And it, mate, honestly, I will go back and back and really? back. I loved it. And what was it like being away for Christmas then? Because it was have you great. done that before? No, never. Because we found it terrific, right? Okay. We got to this yeah. place and they had a Christmas tree yeah. as well. Yeah. And we'd take in a load of... I mean, the one thing I would do differently is I wouldn't take... Because we drove, right? Right. And, of course, the dog's in the back. Um, and I kept... No matter how much I told her that we didn't have any room for anything, she yeah. just kept producing more and more. But I'm like, what are you doing? I said, we're in a car. The, the dog's in the back where all the luggage is normally going to go. Yeah. So all the luggage is now going to have to be piled into the rest of the car. Yeah. So, you know, the kids were sitting there with bags on their laps. <laughs> you know, we stopped, I have to say, we stopped in St. Helens. Mm. Jesus Christ almighty. What are you doing in St. Helens? Talk about, talk about lava. Why did you flow. go to St. Helens? Well, because one of the things we did was we found out that Travel Lodge, yeah. uh, as a chain... <laughs> Is very good for taking dogs. They, they're right. dog friendly. So and when you went to dog, St Helens Travel Lodge. So we 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 basically well we looked at the map and we thought well about halfway up yes yeah. is there's one in St Helens so it yeah. doesn't really matter where we go yeah right we might as well just go there. Jesus Christ I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> I mean oh. I kid you not if I tell you we took the dog out for a walk the following morning to this kind of what was like a playing field like yeah. a football pitch <laughs> and a kind of kids playground and I was literally saying to her. The dog's going to step on some kind of needle here and, yeah. and just get AIDS or something, you know, because <laughs> it's literally that rough. It's, and the kids playing right. football were looking leery at us because we didn't, yeah. have, you know, we sounded like we were from London. Yeah. I thought, we're not going to make it they, out of here alive. A, yeah, but they're, they're good, normal, working-class people. No. Or woolly bucks, as we would call well, them, Liverpool. Well, they're halfway right. between Liverpool and Manchester. Yeah, so they get tarred with the the, 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 the name woolly But the buck. thing that, I did, that did occur to me was that we, we went, at one point we drove down this road and we were in Wigan. Yeah, Lisa Nandy's constituency. Yeah, so I, I love tuck Wigan. my hat Wigan's Wigan, Wigan's pretty because of course it voted seventy three percent to leave the European Union. That's right. And yeah. I can't believe that Lisa Nandy, the woke sort of you know um, generation of the Labour Party, represents them. Yeah. Because I can't believe she's not very Wigan. No. She's very un-Wigan. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. But um, we but should yeah. talk about that on Thursday. The Labour. We should actually. That's State very, of Labour. Yeah, because yeah. That, that's important. Because They'll put uh, people off. That's, <laughs> Well, one of the things I was saying this weekend was, you know, what is the point of interviewing all these people yeah. and putting them on TV? Not one of them is going to have any effect on anything no, that's right. over the course of the next five, next to ten five years. years yeah. Certainly five. But, um, but yeah, so, so I found um, the whole idea of being away for Christmas actually yeah. quite nice. I loved it. I loved it. I mean, obviously, you want to be with your family as yeah. much as you can. So my mum and dad and my brother, they had their own Christmas here in the UK. Right. But... So Everything, it was just your immediate... Just yeah, your plus my, my wife's uh, sister okay. and husband and their kids. Okay. And one of the reasons we wanted to get away was my marvellous mother-in-law yeah. died this time sure. last year, so they wanted to sort yeah. of just make a break. But it, it was terrific. It was The kids had loads to do. Right. Uh, getting a bit of sun on your face at this nice. time of year yeah. is lovely. Um, I w- yeah, I would do it. I would we do actually it had sun in Scotland. And the thing that I find about going to places like Turnberry as well is that... Um, it's kind of inspiring to me. I don't yeah. know whether it's because I'm actually Scottish or something, um, but I actually feel yeah, like really home. like uplifted yeah. by it. I and feel both that, my yeah. kids are born, you know, one of them was born in Glasgow, the other was born yeah. in Edinburgh. Yeah. So they're actually born in Scotland, you yeah. know, and they weren't quite as enthusiastic about it as I was, but it's so beautiful up there. It, we went onto the beach at Girvan on the yeah, yeah. Of, uh, day before, was it Christmas Day? I think it was uh, Christmas Eve day. Um, and the sun was shining and the water was really dark blue. 
And it was just beautiful, yeah. you know, and it's a very clean country, yeah. for want of a better word. You I know? feel like that about the Lake District, yeah. funny enough, every time I go there. It's I not very diverse, like... though, the Lake District. You'll have seen that story. Have no, you? I miss that? that, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, we've got a new um, entry for Plank of the Week this week. There's a Correct. guy called Leaf. I can't remember his first name. Christopher <laughs> Leaf, maybe. He's the boss of uh, the Lake District sort of tourist board. Right? Yeah. He came out with this bullshit about how um, he was a bit worried that the Lake District was very white. Right. And it wasn't attracting enough diverse tourism. Right. And that basically uh, they need to bring more um, disabled people in as well. So what he thinks he should do is make it, sort of tarmac it over effectively. Great. So that you can get much more easy access. Great. Rather than, you know, it's very difficult. What, what and yeah. yeah. If you're in a wheelchair, you can't obviously, you know. But I mean, going, at some point you've got to say, I'm sorry, that's... Well, I said, yeah, well, what are you going to do? You know, what about Mount Everest? Yeah. You know, what are you going to do? Put a yeah. giant ladder up yeah. so that everybody can get up Mount Everest. Which is pretty much what they've done anyway. Well, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> the point is you can't yeah. make everything accessible to everyone. No, you can't. Um, any any New Year's resolutions? Me? Yeah. No, I never make New Year's resolutions because I, I have no discipline whatsoever. Right. I say, although I say that, I gave up smoking a few oh. years ago. Yeah. You well, know, there you go. But no, I never really bother making years of it. For the same reason, I never go dry January. You, right. do, you do, I'm, don't you? Yeah. Well, or I'm, did I'm, you not go dry February last year? I went. No, I I did uh, dry October, September, November, and most and most of December. And right. So we went on holiday. And we had we had free drinks. That's right. I remember that. So yeah. I had loads of. So did you foods. drink over Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. And I drank up to New Year's. I drank on January the first. but right. I, I haven't had a drink since, and I won't drink now until my wife's birthday, which is later on. At the end of January. That's good. Yeah. I got, um, when I was at Donald's house, he's got this massive big house in a place called Linlithgow, where Mary Queen of Scots yeah. used to live. Yeah. Um, he lives in the house where Mary Queen of Scots used to no, live. No, it's bigger. <laughs> the palace, right, is about half the size of his house. <laughs> right. Um, he used to do the most remarkable like fireworks parties, yeah. which were literally like the stuff you'd see at New Year. You yeah. know? But he's given it up now. He says it was too expensive. I'm like, all right, okay. He just bought a Bentley. Oh I mean, God. the guy's, you know, doing all right. Nice. Anyway, he cracks open this uh, champagne, right? And I didn't think anything of it. It turned out it was vintage Dom Perignon, Ooh. 2008 or something. Ooh. We looked up in the car later. It was yeah. worth something like 200 quid. Oh, my God. Just I, to buy, I just to buy in a shop. I and, of course, that. we finished one. I'm like, you're getting another one out. He brought another one out. Fantastic. But he also then, we had this oxid. Have you seen these things? He's a big wine aficionado. And he needs things that you oxidise wine yeah. through. Yeah. And you pour it through and it That's makes right. a hissing noise. It gurgles and yeah. stuff, Yeah, they it? had one of those. Yeah. And we were drinking this ridiculously expensive wine from Portugal that he brought back. Yeah. Um, I think it's all in the like, mind that stuff you know? yeah well I, I mean I, th- I, th- I don't think he was expecting me to drink yeah. quite so quickly as I did although I mean he's not a man for you know being yeah. shy about drinking yeah. but um, I mean I was knocking back this stuff and he said well if you bought this in the ubiquitous chip it would be about 400 quid bloody hell oh, well Pierce is always doing that on yeah. Facebook yeah. I always check to see how much they are right. just because I'm jealous he's actually I've seen him drinking something that was worth thousands thousands I'm sure like a, I think it was a Pomerol or something That's like it, this yeah. from 1956 yeah. or something mad I know and I put it up it was like three grand well this box. is the thing right so I'm, we're going to Doll's house and I'm like we better get him some, something you know I'd, I'd, I'd been in Girvan all they had there was, a, was an Asda right? <laughs> and all I found in there that was in anywhere, anywhere near a decent bottle was a Shapley so it was about <laughs> eight, nine, ten quid or so I bought yeah. that then we came to the Lithgow went to the Sainsbury's the best they had was a Chateau Neuf du Pape for like mm-hmm. 20 quid yeah and, and she's going, well, that's all right, isn't it? I'm like, no, mm. it really isn't. You know, once you meet him and you see yeah. the wine that he's going to bring To out, take to him. To take oh, to him. Oh, you can't do that. I can't. So, you know, right. I, bought, I bought him one of those big um, 
I've done it was a Jerobo of champagne. Right. 64 quid Verve Clico, one about that size. That's all right, isn't it? Which he was happy with, yeah, you know, that was fine, because yeah. then it's something different. Yeah. But you can't take... A 20 quid bottle a 20 of wine quid to a guy who... To a guy who's going to yeah. give you £100... No. ...of a bottle of wine the first thing you... You might as well you. just take a bottle of piss. You might as well not bother. <laughs> you know what I mean? Here, this is what I think. Yeah, it's my I think this is the car. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're out of time. we better stop. Lovely to speak we'll to you everyone we'll, again. We'll hear you on Thursday. See you on Thursday. He's not been seen since. No. I mean, he's literally disappeared. Someone taking a baseball bat to him. Well, I think he's been put under uh, strict orders from mm. Mrs. Moore, I suspect. You Can know, you not imagine. Only... I mean, I've been there. I've made that mistake, but not quite on that scale. Well, I mean, I don't think I'd have tweeted that. Well, I... I think the only thing you can take from it is that he must. He said he was hungover, right? So yeah. I think he must have still been a bit pissed. Yeah. Because you know that way when you wake up. Yeah. And your judgment is a little bit askew, <laughs> and you think <laughs> I'll, I'll just gonna... go back to bed. And I'm going to bat. But instead, I'll, I'll tell you what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to go and take that baseball bat outside and batter a fox and then tweet about it and laugh I mean it was the tweet I mean why yeah. alright you know if you if... listen we've all had to do things with animals I'm sure I mean when I say <laughs> that I, I, I realise that didn't My, come out I, I, the, the right one way. thing I told you we yeah. would never talk about on this I know, podcast was I know. me and animals probably on balance I think it's probably damaged society and it's, it's sort of enabled a lot of bad folk to get a lot of shit across. Yes, it has. It has. And I think you have to be quite robust to be able to deal with it. You know, I mean, you had your experience with it and you dealt with it fine. I mean, I've had several run-ins with people. I've learned some lessons about what not to do and how to do it better. And I'm okay because I'm a relatively robust individual. But I mean, it's not nice. And I've been subjected to it as you have. When you wake up and there's literally thousands of people calling you a cunt or whatever, you know, because of something that you said. Yeah, and the, the and most hurtful thing, and, it, and you can't yeah. pretend it doesn't affect you. No. I think she was waiting for me to assault her. Yeah, but and when I didn't, she just thanked me and left. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah.